0: Tune to Geek Elite Radio. Good luck. Hey,
1: Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey,
0: Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey, Mitch. 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 Hey, 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 Mitch, Mitch. Mitch. Hey,
1: Mitch. Hey,
0: Mitch. Hey, Mitch. Hey, bitch! Hey, you Hey, today, Hey, Mitch. Hey, in Hey, you Hey, bitch! 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 Hey, the Hey, bitch! Hey, bitch! Hey, bitch! Hey, bitch! Hey, Hey, Yes, I, we we're physically
1: in the same place, thus ruling out the possibility that we are the same person because if we've learned anything from film and time cop specifically, it is that the same matter cannot occupy the same space at the same time.
0: That's exactly true. I mean, if I was really good at voice throwing like uh Jarvis is over there, yeah. I mean, I'd be able to do it so that uh you know, mimic your voice and be in the same room, but I don't we all know that I'm not, so Fair enough. <laughs>
1: That would be pretty awesome though. I'd be it though? very impressed if that was a thing that you could do and accomplish. Actually just mimicking me and my voice accurately, like a T one or yeah, like the T one thousand, like <laughs> that would just be crazy. But then you'd have to kill me in order to do that, so I don't think that the, would be good.
0: The T one hundred did that though too, because he Oh yeah, he did. He mimics uh John Connor. John voice. Connor, that's
1: true, yeah. When he's talking about the dog.
0: Yeah, how's Wolfie? Yeah.
1: Oh he's fine. He's just in the backyard.
0: When are you coming home?
1: Never, (laughs) because you killed my parents.
0: (laughs) Uh, But, you know, that's not what we're here to talk about today.
1: You mean killing parents isn't what we're here to talk
0: about? Not not this time.
1: Oh, so no Batman conversations. (laughs) Well, you know what? I think you might have to retract that statement, sir.
0: This is true because if You're... we get into spoilers, <laughs> oh, we're definitely getting into spoilers. Then we
1: might have to talk about something related to something of people dying.
0: <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're here this week, uh, a few weeks out from the from the premiere of the movie or the the U.S. premiere of the movie, I should say. And uh, we're talking Marvel's Captain America: Civil War, Marvel Studios' Captain America: Civil War.
1: Civil War.
0: <laughs> Yeah. I'm glad you came with your own theme song. I always come with my own theme song. It's becoming
1: my thing very rapidly. Not to be confused with my other thing, which is Ben, who's a giant rock creature that follows me around.
0: Well, you know, it's always good to have a giant rock creature follow you around. That's very true.
1: <laughs> so I was, I had a... It was funny, uh, speaking of giant rock creatures, uh, I was in a class the other day and uh, one of my professors was like, hey, they should totally do like a SNL skit from... You know, like the Kurt Russell the thing, and have them all like sitting at the bar when they're trying to figure out who the thing is, and it does this like slow pan across all of them, and they're you know drinking, and then it's like lands on the actual thing from the Fantastic Four, and he <laughs> just gets really angry, and he's like, "Why is everybody looking at me?" And I was like, "Oh, that actually is pretty funny. That's like, funny. That's yeah. pretty good. Yeah." So
0: I saw something online not too long ago where they said that there's a def- definitive proof of who was the thing at the end of that movie. Because there's Russell, there's Kurt Russell, sure, and then there's the other guy, and I don't remember who that guy is or what his name is. Okay, no one's black guy. No one remembers who that guy is, (laughs) but uh, he's just
1: the other guy. Unfortunately, the
0: two of them are sitting there as the place is burning. They got guns on each other. Yep. And uh, uh, as they're as as they're both I guess dying or whatever, uh, the black guy takes a swig of the drink of a drink. Well, if I guess earlier in the movie those that alcohol was replaced with like gasoline. So if he was an actual human, he would have known that that wasn't a good drink. Like when he took a swig of it,
1: I, I had heard that argument and, and someone else had made the argument, but, and I don't know, it's been forever since I've seen this movie. Yeah, but so somebody, it's
0: been forever since I've seen it too.
1: Right. Right. Which makes sense. Yeah. I mean, it's an old movie, but <laughs> um, yeah, there was somebody that, that was saying that they copied you exactly. So, they would have still known that it was D- that it was because uh, they copy your DNA exactly, so they should be an exact replica of you. So he sh- he still should have been able to test that or taste that it was something you know like, like gasoline instead yeah, of I water. Yeah, I guess it's true. Yeah, I don't, it could be true. I don't know. Like I said, I haven't <laughs> seen it in a really long time. It's just something I heard to kind of. Rebuttal that argument, that, <laughs> but interestingly enough, though that could very well have been what they were trying to go for. Very true. It's it's a it's a big possibility. Maybe
0: that guy just likes to drink gasoline. I, it's
1: a good yeah. Maybe <laughs> I mean I have seen some pretty weird things on the uh, I'm Addicted to show or whatever it is. <laughs> yeah. I mean they have people that are addicted to eating deodorant. Uh, Which sounds pretty alien to me But hey, I don't know, whatever Whatever, whatever floats your boat, right? It comes in bar forms, so does candy
0: (laughs) Maybe they got confused, I don't know I'm not sure Uh, Well, touche, touche So, uh, John Carpenter's thing is not what we're here to talk about today Right
1: (laughs) Marvel's thing is also not what we're here to talk about today either
0: Uh, but what we are here to talk about is is Captain America: Civil War. So, yes. Uh, before we get into spoilers, and like very much, bef- like all I want to do is just say, it, did you like it? Yes. Okay. I did. All right. I did. I, I, I liked the, it. The, I liked it a lot. I, I liked it a lot. In the yes. 13 movies, this the, this includes the 13 oh, that Marvel Studios Good has put out now. God, <laughs>
1: where would you rank it? Um. Well, first off, let's just. Think about that for a second. 13 films.
0: Since 2008.
1: Uh, yeah. That's their...
0: In eight years, they put out 13 films.
1: Rapidly approaching James Bond status, <laughs> yeah. uh, which is crazy because James Bond's been doing that for probably 40, 50 years now. So, I mean, if you think about it this
0: way, uh, normal movies, when they come out, they, mm-hmm. they want to wait to see if it's going to do good first before they decide to make a sequel. That's These true. movies are already making their sequels before the movie even comes out. Yeah, like if it's, you look at it, true. If you look at it as like yeah. all the movies are a sequel to themselves, like it's no, very true. Not like Ant Man two. You're waiting for Ant Man right, two. You're right. The next movie after
1: Ant Man is this one. Right, yeah. yeah, it's just sequentially going just how the comics would, you know, when right, they do, right. like, big events, they branch off through, it, like, Civil War did, Civil War had, like, the Spider-Man runs, and, mm-hmm. you know, the Avenger runs, and, you know, like, all that sort of stuff, so, yeah, uh, no, it's it's a very different time for uh, filmmaking, I don't think that's ever happened really that crazy, like, to this extreme in, in filmmaking history, and it is interesting, because, you know, you look at DC, and they're, of course, now trying to do this as well, and so you have to really stop and, and take a step back and look at it and go, wow, like, Batman v Superman didn't do anywhere near the numbers they were hoping that it no, would. No, definitely so not. So how does that impact what happens, you know? But it's, it's funny because I look at it from a video game side of things, and uh more specifically when you get into that, you look at annual titles such as Call of Duty and, you know, uh, Assassin's Creed, and they're essentially doing the same thing. Like, True. But, you know, even with that, like, the latest... um Trailer, I think it is for Call of Duty Infinite War or whatever it is, is the lowest uh, rated game on YouTube. Like, oh. like it literally has the most thumbs down out of any <laughs> video game-related video on YouTube, which is crazy, because there is some garbage videos about video games on YouTube.
0: So, has that game come out yet?
1: No, it comes out this year. Okay,
0: so it's just the game trailer for it. Right, but no. it's having
1: such negative feedback that it's like, that kind of makes you wonder if that think- first correlates to sales or not, mm. which maybe it does maybe it doesn't i mean at this point people could just be jumping on the troll bandwagon
0: yeah that's that happens on the internet
1: right uh so that's a possibility but at the same time that's you know marvel is in a situation where they have gone out and pretty much created films that people they're pretty much i don't know i mean i feel like people are pretty much guaranteed to love them before the movies even come out you know i mean it's it's kind of in essence like star wars at this point right like even some of the Star Wars have come out and people haven't necessarily really cared for them as much as some of the other ones, but they've still done remarkably well financially. Oh, yeah. And so that's a very similar situation that could happen. I don't think Marvel's done that yet. I think genuinely everything they have put out has been a great film. And they they progressively are getting better, which is surprising because in film history they should be doing the opposite. Exactly, They should be getting worse. <laughs> I mean... The 13th Jason film like certainly should not be on par with Jason 1, right? You know, so when you <laughs> no. think of it that way, yes, it's very surprising, but it also, you know, makes you wonder what happens if they have a misstep. Does does that, you know. Well, I
0: think they did. I mean, it, personally in my in my opinion, mm-hmm. I think I think Iron Man 2 was a misstep. I think they're they they tried to do too much in that one and then they they was sure. it wasn't a congruent movie. There's like this whole middle part where you know, uh, Fury is dealing with, with Tony, and it's all about Shield and Tony's father and stuff like that. And it's like, it's a lot of things that just doesn't seem like it should be part of that movie. Sure. And then, uh, and then you get back to this ridiculous like bad guy that that um, what's Mickey Rourke is playing that just Whiplash was yeah, it? I well, think he's like Whiplash, and he's. uh He's Crimson Dynamo put into one. So, okay, like, so they just kind of crossbred two right, exactly. villains, and and then you also have this whole you know Tony's dying of disease thing. So it's like so many things thrown in one, and mm. it doesn't. I don't think it really works. But then you get like to you get to this movie, and there's a lot of things thrown in there. There's a lot of different stories, a lot of different aspects thrown in, but it it works. I think I feel it works the whole way through. I think that's interesting.
1: I think that's true. But I, I think kind of the. the The difference might be that, you know, yes, there's essentially a lot of different stories, but they're all a lot of stories that weave very seamlessly into the overall topic of the film. Whereas with Iron Man 2, right, that's what you're saying? I I don't think that happens. And it's interesting because when you look at that team, you kind of have to ask yourself, Was that the same team that left and went and made Batman v Superman? Because that's literally the same problem that Batman v Superman suffers from. Had they picked just you know maybe the dark knight returns storyline maybe it would have been a great movie had they picked just the death of superman storyline maybe it would have been a great movie but when you literally look at that movie and it's like two hours and 40 minutes and now over three hours on a blu-ray release you might be trying to do too much
0: yeah i mean and, and you can see that i i feel that was really a lot of dc dc warner brothers trying to catch up to marvel studios sure because Marvel Studios had, I mean, their formula of got these individual movies and then we're we're making the team movie and and you know getting these people together, it worked out a lot better than having just the one Superman movie and of then course. trying to make a team movie, but then throwing in a whole bunch of other stuff. Right, but and
1: and the way that I, I don't know, and this is just a question I'll throw out there to you too. But my question would be, if you're DC though, do you really need to compete because? Marvel is is making comic book films, and they are bringing in a new generation of people that are going to love comic book films. So thus by proxy, they should actually be helping you as long as you help yourself and take time to make the movies as quality as what Marvel is doing. You're still going to have that audience as long as you're maybe not coming out on the same weekend as a Marvel film, as long as you stagger it. You know, I I don't see, but again, I don't see why Marvel would want to go against a DC film either. It seems like it would be in everybody's best interest to stagger the oh, releases, yeah, yeah, exactly. So because
0: if one of them does bad, then that leaves a bad taste in everybody's mouth, sure. and then all of a sudden we've got uh, you, you've got genre fatigue, and you know mm-hmm. people don't want to watch. It. That's probably what I was going to say about that COD trailer. It might not be that the game is bad; it's just that they've got COD fatigue now. You know, oh, so yeah. many Call of Duty games. No,
1: absolutely, because yeah, I mean, Call of Duty is basically just very little change in, uh, you know, a fresh coat of paint every year. Which I don't know if you've ever like lived in a house that's crappy and just tried to paint it every year. It's not gonna (laughs) fix the issues. Like
0: it doesn't fix the, the crack in the foundation. Right, right, yeah. If your
1: air conditioner breaks, it's still gonna be hot as balls in the summer. I don't care what color your house is. Like, it still sucks. Like. So yeah, and that's a really great point, you know, that could very well lead to a a genre fatigue from from that standpoint, you're right. So that's what I mean, like, I think DC should really just slow down and, you know, take their time and just focus on what, what Marvel's doing that's working, which is telling really great stories, staying very true to the characters from the comics, like, sure, they altered the Civil War timeline a good deal from the comic, but it still works. And it works extremely well within the cinematic universe. And I think fans of comics are going to be okay with that as long as you're establishing that there is a difference. You know what I mean? That there is a comic universe. There is, you know, the Marvel cinematic universe. So I think you can get away with that. And, you know, I agree. I think that's been DC's struggle all along is that, you know, they
0: look over and...
1: Oh, we got to rush, we got to get this out, we got to get this out. And I was like, no, 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 just stop. Mm-hmm. Just
0: take your time <laughs> well, see,
1: and and do it right.
0: And I think that's another thing is that, you know, Marvel Studios started off as just Marvel Studios, you know. Mm-hmm. When it made when it made Iron Man, when it made Incredible Hulk, it made Iron Man 2, those were all things that were, you know, just just Marvel Studios had to answer to themselves. Just had sure. to answer to Marvel. Eventually they had to answer to Disney. Right. And they, but then Disney is like, "Oh, you guys already have a working pro- a product." Here, here's money. Here, yeah, take more money. Yeah. But whereas DC, DC films have always had to answer to Warner Brothers. Sure. And Warner Brothers, and I just feel that they, they've never taken the product seriously. It's just like, oh, well, that's that toy. We can sell toys off of that. We don't care that's what you do. With, we don't care what you do with the movie as long as it's it selling our toys.
1: Well... Yeah, and that could very well be it. But let's just say this. Whoever at DC is making decisions on this, uh-huh. I want you to do this. I want you to go on Google. And I want you to look up the box office numbers for all the Marvel movies and then go look at all their toy sales because I bet you their toy sales are higher, too. Because guess what? If you make a movie that people actually love and see... They're going to want to buy those toys even more. I think, I,
0: I think I, You know what I think is probably a good test, a good litmus, set, litmus sure. test would be you put a kid, after after a kid watches Batman v. Superman, yep. which he probably is going to have nightmares about after watching it, <laughs> Batman v. Superman, and then you, you put him and watch Silver War, and then you put him in the toy aisle, is he going to go pick up that Batman toy, or is he going to go pick up that Iron Man toy? I, or would yet, I, I would better yet he's going to pick up pick
1: his, he's going to pick up Captain America. It,
0: well, I bet you he picks up Spider-Man. Well, that's well, after
1: Civil War, yes. Yeah. It would it would honestly be yeah, he, it, I think it would either be Spider-Man or Black Panther. He's picking <laughs> up one of those two out of this movie for sure.
0: And it, it's funny because uh we were talking to someone else uh this weekend and they were talking about how you're pretty much born in this world now. Or at least in American pop culture, and a lot of good a good part of global pop culture.
1: It's, yeah, I'd say it's it's a global phenomenon. Knowing at this who point. Superman and Batman are. Oh yeah.
0: So yeah, you don't really need to do a lot of their origin anymore.
1: No, uh, I don't. I don't. I really don't think you should. With the exception of Batman v Superman, I do think that. And this sound, this might sound crazy, but I do think the origin story of Bruce Wayne. And I didn't feel this way at, at first. I, I didn't feel this way at first because I was like, oh, great. Here we go again. His parents are dead. We get it. But if you do watch this one and and going back to the Dark Knight comic for a second, there is a very different subtlety that happens in the way that his parents die. Because in the original comics... Uh, and you can correct me if I'm wrong here, but uh, Bruce's father doesn't really reach out or try to do anything to the guy that's robbing them. No,
0: no, he doesn't, he doesn't aggravate the guy. S-
1: right, and so that sets him on this path of indifference causes problems. Now, in The Dark Knight Returns, He clenches his fist and goes to fight back. Right. Which then just instills anger in in Bruce and really sets him on the path to becoming Bat Punisher, as I like to call it. (laughs) So I think in this particular instance, yes, that, that maybe did need to be shown subtly, but they had that same shot in the film twice, and I don't think you needed that. But I agree with you. Anything beyond that, like, so, for example, when... You know, well, Jeff see, Johns and Ben Affleck start doing the next standalone one. If we see, if we see Batman's parents die again, dear God! <laughs>
0: see, that's the, the funny you know. thing is though that I don't I don't consider that if you just have a scene where you where they reference the gunshot and seeing the sure. parents die, that's not that's not the origin. I mean, like literally, I'm talking about literally having the whole first act of the movie be the him finding sure. find, or reliving the murder and then having to figure out how to get a suit together and how to do that's the origin or Spider-Man is, is, you know, him being a nerd and then going to the science fair and then getting bit by the the spider and then figuring out his powers. That's an origin. Right. If you just do uh, a memory or a cameo or like a scene where it's just like him getting bit by the spider and that's it. And you're like, to me, that's not an origin. That, that's not redoing the origin. That's just sure. That's just like a hey, remember? Okay, this is how we got here. Right. This is what brought us up uh, to where we are now. Yeah. Yeah. It's almost just like a quick flashback. Yeah. And exactly. that's And I and agree. That's fine with me.
1: Sure. And that's totally fine. And I think speaking on that, I think they. I won't say exactly what happened right now, but. I think they handled Spider-Man extremely well in this movie especially with what you're talking about. <laughs> but I agree with you like especially when it comes to Batman and Superman like their origin stories have been beat to death. Like <laughs> No offense, uh, Bruce. Um, I I wouldn't talk about your parents. Well, they weren't beat to death. They were shot to death. No, true. But, I mean, like, it literally has been overdone. Like, it needs to just stop. We need to just get straight into the stories. And, you know, I guess in essence that is kind of another thing that Marvel has going for its cinematic universe is now that you've been going to these movies and you already have, you know, I mean, this is what the third Captain America film that's under the Captain America you know what do they call it monarchy or whatever title yeah 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 yeah. i don't know what the other word i'm thinking of is but yeah it's essentially under the branding of captain america yeah there you go and so with that you know we don't have to go through all that again we can jump straight into this movie and we know all the characters and all the players and you know and, and i think that does give them another advantage that dc does need to you know move a little bit closer to but at the same time I, I really think you got to take your time and craft what Marvel has crafted because their world wasn't built in a day. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. yours isn't going to be either, DC. Like, you've got to put in the foundation to have the rest of the house stand and they're not really doing that right now. So maybe Suicide Squad will change that but <laughs> I have extremely low expectations for that film. I know you're more excited for it. I, than...
0: I, I, I'd say this. I got more excited from the, with the Ballroom Blitz trailer that they just put out. Oh sure. Uh, yeah, before that, the last trailer, the Bohemian Rhapsody trailer, I was like, now nah, I'm not yeah, so excited yeah, about it. Yeah. So but but that one did a little bit more. I just I just feel that they're making the whole movie a Harley Quinn or origin story. Sure. And, and to me that that's a mistake. It does. Like this time you like really that. don't need to have anybody origin story. No. You said you told me that these guys are all villains. That's all I need to know. Yeah. You know, so thus let's go. Sure. But Harley Quinn's a very popular character, so she is make, make her the 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 star or the 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 pinpoint of the story and yeah.
1: and let it... and, and it's funny because you know we keep saying we're talking about Civil War, but by well, by proxy prox- you can't talk about one without the other. No, anymore. you really can't. It, it it
0: it just becomes and it's funny is because so much of the the the. So many of the same themes and thematic Mm -hmm. events that happen in Civil War mirror exactly what happens in Batman v Superman, just done so much better. Yeah, it's true, (laughs) and it's and it's sad
1: because like I don't know. To me, like the the, I, I read the Civil War story arc. That was one of the first really big Marvel. Uh, comic universe events that i actually got into i know of course there was a lot of other ones like oh, infinity yeah. wars right. and stuff like that, not to be confused with of Duty, within all of these characters and i i do feel that same way w- because that's kind of when i really got into like the batman comics was mm-hmm. with the dark knight returns and so like there's a lot of of similar stuff in there but you're right it's not on the magnitude or scale, because it's more centrally focused behind just Bruce, mm-hmm. and whereas this is a it's truly a global event, like it literally involved every single Marvel Marvel character and every Marvel comic through the whole event you know almost to the extent of being too big you know like you couldn't even keep up with it i mean they were even creating new comic books to show like the civilian side of what was happening you know like it was just unbelievable but it is interesting that the two films came out around the same time and yet one of them was handled so spectacularly and the other one was missed so spectacularly (laughs) it's just incredible from that standpoint
0: So uh, I hadn't said it yet, but obviously I really enjoyed this movie. I put it at my new number one for the Marvel Studios movies. Oh, that
1: is totally what started this. Yes, yes. Right above, I put oh it right above gosh.
0: Iron Man. Iron Man has been my number one for the longest time. It started the universe. The first one, yeah, the first Iron Man. It it, it was John Favreau. I felt like he made a perfect movie with that movie. You, you felt the origin. Yes. You felt everything about Tony Stark. And and how you took that journey with him, but uh now I am this this one trumps it, like just barely but it trumps it. I'm a little sad John Favreau
1: isn't doing comic book films. Uh, at the moment, well, at least. He, you know what? And he might come back. He might come back because yeah. it's all Disney.
0: He's yeah, working no. with Disney right now. He is. And he, he just, just did the jungle, jungle Book. Did and it was amazing phenomenal. Amazing
1: work. It was phenomenal. Yeah. 90% <laughs> uh, fake. But 90%... Uh, well, it was No, it was 100% awesome. It was, yeah. a, it was a great movie, too. Uh, I don't know. We, we don't count Blade, right? Like, that's pre-Marvel Cinematic Universe, it's right? It's pre-Marvel, and it's so, not part so, of Marvel
0: Studios. True. So, so it's part of New Line, which... I believe New Line is owned by Warner Brothers now, so that's kind of weird. weird. Yeah. <laughs> so let me get this I, straight. I'm pretty Apparently sure they... you
1: can only make Marvel properties into good movies
0: then. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm pretty sure that the Blade... Uh name character has reverted back to Disney, to, to, to marvel, marvel now so
1: right because i think they were talking about trying to maybe do another series on netflix potentially i, yeah, I think that, i've heard about that too so. which
0: please do that would be that. pretty awesome <laughs> um
1: okay so we're if we're leaving those out then um yes
0: just just marvel studios so
1: 2008 and on man i you know i would have to say i think my number one might be guardians of the galaxies Loved that movie. I love that movie too. Loved the '80s uh, you know music and the characters.
0: I love that movie, but and, and maybe it's my own fault for watching it so many times. Sure. But like after the prison scene, I really feel after they leave the prison, the movie starts going down for me. Like, okay. Like the end is great. Everything about the movie is great. It's yeah, just like no, I agree. The the whole feel of it is it just becomes a lot more serious and yeah, like it has a tonality. It shift, does. It does a major it, one exactly. So almost
1: I'm, a genre shift. Almost, if you will. Yeah. yeah
0: no I, I I could
1: totally see that being an issue because that's kind of um I don't know that you ever played it uh, Firewatch uh, you should play it it's It's a really great game, but that was kind of the same issue I had with Firewatch is you're going through and it seems to be one genre through ninety percent of the eighty percent ninety percent of the game, and then within the last ten to twenty percent it has this massively weird turn of genre and you're just like what?" And so I could kind of I could kind of see where your where you're, where that would happen with Guardians of the Galaxy as uh, as well. Yeah, I mean, but that no, would make I sense. mean, I
0: understand Guardians of the Galaxy being being your number one because yeah. that was such a surprise. It yeah, was, and it was done so well. And James yeah. Gunn totally He's you know, captured like everything that was that's great about like Indiana Jones and Star Wars put yep. together. You know, like just uh, these this this rogue character that's so lovable. Yep, and uh, these this group of misfits that you know. You just can't you
1: can't get enough of. No, it's true. I, and I'm definitely looking forward to the second one. So, I mean, I would say that's that's probably my number one. Uh, I would say this is probably my number two. Uh, and then, you know, my number three might be Ant-Man. And that's because of Paul Rudd. Like, I, <clears throat> Paul Rudd is hilarious. And, and in this, too. He
0: steals the show in this. Um, like, so the, amazing. The few scenes that he's in. So amazing.
1: <laughs> like, seriously, I'm just like, oh, my God. Okay, just... Forget everyone else, and let's just, you know, continue another Civil War movie with Spider-Man, Ant-Man, and Black Panther. Like, I don't know if that ever teamed up happens in the comics, but But Marvel, you're missing a million-dollar, billion-dollar idea. You don't do million-dollar ideas, you're missing a billion-dollar idea by not just throwing the three of them in a comic and going forward with their own movie. Like, just make something up. It doesn't even have to be anything in established Marvel history. Just make it up. Netflix show right there. I, whatever you want to do. Just print money and make it happen.
0: Seriously. I'm ready to, I'm ready to give you my money
1: on this. Write so. the three best parts of this movie, hands down.
0: So starting from this point on, I'm going to yes. say, is no longer spoiler free. Okay. So we're, so we're free going to, talk, spoilers. To, to talk about it however you, we want. Okay. Without having to worry. So All right. no, Here we it's go. already been a few weeks so since So maybe you should leave out. now if you're
1: listening. If you're listening you and haven't you haven't it.
0: watched it, you should definitely leave Oh but... my god, I haven't seen it, I should leave No, I'm just kidding, we watched it <laughs> But I think that anybody who's listening to this podcast Probably would have already watched it within this few weeks
1: I would think so too, yeah Because I think your are supposed to come out like in a couple weeks So I think that does buy a little bit of courtesy oh, yeah. leeway Exactly So you're welcome, listeners <laughs>
0: I'm thinking of you Yeah, we, we're
1: we're delaying this <laughs> for you Because uh, we don't want to ruin it
0: So, spoilers after this point right now <laughs> So everybody dies at the end, like I the Departed. It's so crazy. <laughs> well, I was the person like, to come out right at the end, and do the Mark Wahlberg part. Right, part is, is Ant-Man. He right. comes up and shoots Tony Stark, Tony Tony uh, Stark right in the head. Yeah, just
1: dead, <laughs> dead. And then oh my god, the way the Cap goes out, oh break my heart, man. But now it's awesome because all we get is a movie with Spider-Man, Black Panther, and Ant-Man because there's the only three left alive. It's fantastic. Marvel, brilliant. <laughs> No, okay. So okay, that but, was fake. But seriously. <laughs>
0: uh no. Um what you were talking about earlier was Spider Man. Yes. It was so cool. The scene like, okay, so I mean this movie is 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 not I mean, it is lighthearted like most Marvel sure. Studio movies, but there are very dark themes in it. Oh, absolutely. And the the whole beginning of the movie is is very serious in tone. And mm-hmm. then you get to this point where where uh, Scarlet Witch or Scarlet Witch, uh uh Scarlet Black jo- Widow Joe Yeah, Scarlett Johansson Black <laughs> Too Widow <many> Scarlet <laughs> goes uh we I we have your I have an idea and he goes so do I. Who's yours or where's yours? Mine's in the basement. Where's yours? Send Queens. And you know, he goes and does the whole scene with this young Yes. Tom Holland who's who's now Peter Parker in Spider-Man. Yes. And this whole scene that they do like not even before they even get to his bedroom where he they're they are they can talk candidly about Spider-Man. There's this whole like like we got to keep a secret from Aunt May, but we need to communicate a couple things, and you know the two of them just are chemistry. It's perfect.
1: It is perfect. <laughs> I,
0: I have to say, I mean, it's funny because I've never
1: really, and and I don't know, a lot of the listeners probably know this by now, is like most of my knowledge of comics is more into the artist side of things right. than the actual story. Uh, which isn't good. I need to fix that. But, I mean, I really haven't read a lot of Spider-Man comics. Of course, I grew up watching the, the show that was around in the 90s, and then, of course, you know, the Tobey Maguire films, and then the Andrew Garfield films, mm-hmm. and you know, it's like uh, those have all been it, like the first Spider-Man was really, really good. The mm-hmm. first one they put out with it's Sony, right? With Sony, with the, Sony, with Tobey Maguire. Yeah,
0: it was yeah. really good. The second one is supposed to, is is universally panned as the be- the best one.
1: Sure, and that makes sense because that too is a good movie. The third one, whatever, something happened there. We're not talking about it. But, <laughs> We're not talking about yeah. it. Yeah, and then it, it was all kind of downhill from there, but. I don't know what's going to happen because there's a really weird dichotomy that's going on between Marvel and Sony. Like, they made this huge deal and all this weird stuff to get Spider-Man in this movie. So, I don't know what Sony's going to do because (laughs) they have to do a new Spider-Man film now. I mean, there's no way around it. Like, that is a financial goldmine that there's no way it's not happening within probably the next... If I was them, I would rush it. It would be out next year <laughs> if I was them. Like, provided you could do it right. Right, right. But my thing is, is, like, do they stay with Tom Holland? They don't have to, but I think they'd be stupid not to. Because the guy just nailed the character flawlessly, in my opinion, from what I know of him. <laughs> and I, 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 it, it makes me wonder, like, what's going to happen? Like, are we already going to have another different Spider-Man? No. From, so what
0: I, from what I understand, Sony is making this sure. Spider-Man uh, uh, subtitle Homecoming, and it's supposed to be Tom Holland again. Okay, and uh, Robbie Downey Jr. has already signed on to come on the movie as a cameo. Oh wow! Or whatever you know, however the party's going to be. So, uh, more than likely, you're going to have uh, Tom Holland as Peter Parker. Sure, and uh, and and he's going to you're going to have this whole like him being in high school and having to struggle with that kind of stuff. Now, what I've also heard, though, I mean, mm-hmm. I've heard, and this is, I think this is more fanboy speculation sure. than anything else, is that with this homecoming idea, is that you'll see what played out in the Ultimate Spider-Man universe, where okay. after he fights with uh, Captain America and, and, and Iron Man and, and all this, and fighting someone on the, on the bridge, uh, on the Brooklyn Bridge, he gets shot by the Punisher, and then he goes home that same night and he has to fight the sinister 6. And as he fights the sinister sinister 6, he dies. Peter Parker dies. And thus brings in Miles Morales as the new Spider-Man. So a lot so of we people are
1: going to have another well, Spider-Man. Well, see, that's what some people Ugh.
0: are saying that, that they think that Homecoming will end with with Peter Parker dying wow. and then getting Miles Morales because Miles Morales is such a huge draw right now. Like people are are, are wanting him because he's not the typical Spider-Man. Right, anymore. he's not Peter Parker. <laughs> I think it would be it would be a disservice to do yeah. another Spider-Man so quick. I like, do too. do Miles Morales down the down the line for sure. all, for all being do it, but just not so quick. I yeah. mean, they are people are already complaining how much they are upset with a reboot of Spider-Man already.
1: Of course, because it wasn't that long ago, right? And I mean, like I get it; he's a huge character, and you know you got to keep those rights, but at the same time. What's the best way to make money? Make people <laughs> happy. somewhat happy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, you're not going to make everyone happy. I get it. But at least Keep try to happy. hit the majority. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, the the common denominator, if you will.
0: So what I wanted to bring up in that the meeting between uh, Spider-Man and, 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 uh, and Tony, uh, Tony sure. in his bedroom is, like, um, I think it's funny because we were talking about origin stories. And mm-hmm. he literally is about to go into the fact that he was bit by a spider yep. and he's cut off by... Tony Stark saying, how do you see through these things? And that's because Tony Stark is so ADHD that he can't sit down and listen to a story. No, he
1: doesn't have time for that
0: crap. (laughs) And then he goes on and he's about to say, look, I have to do this thing because something happened. And and we know what that something happened is. His his Uncle Ben died. And he could have been there to save him. But does he go into that whole story? No. He just says, something happened. I could have stopped it. I didn't. And thus I need to stop it. Yep. And... Tony is still barely even listening to him. He's like, "Oh yeah, could you move your leg? I want to sit here." Yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. It's just, he's just so obsessed with the tech that that this young Peter Parker has come up with uh, with the tensile strength of the of the, the, webbing. the webbing, Yep. And then the, the idea that he he doesn't produce that from his, his body and stuff like that. And the kid's super smart for being a kid. No, absolutely,
1: and and I think that's by far one of the best things they could have done because I agree. Like, if you would have tried to go back and squeeze this entire origin story for him in there, it would have just been like, Ugh.
0: but yet we did get an origin story for pa- Black Panther, like but, essentially.
1: Well, no, we did. We got a micro, uh, like, like a like we a mini. His father, mini, yeah, we get a mini origin story yeah. for him, but I think. From my understanding, at least, Black Panther's not as notable as Spider Man in terms of people outside oh, no. of comic readers and maybe even some in the comic circle. So I think from that standpoint, you do kind of have that. And I think there was probably a lot of people worried how they were going to handle that, too. And I think one of the best lines they have from him. Is when he gets up and starts walking over. He's like, "Don't worry, I'm going to kill him myself." Right? It's like, "Oh man, they just nailed the Black Panther too." Like they're
0: just batting, you know, fucking ten for ten here. Like this is awesome. It's, it's so true. I mean, and I, I can only imagine that in the Black Panther standalone movie, which oh is my God. directed by Ryan Coogler, so good.
1: Ryan Coogler
0: is awesome. <laughs> right? Did anybody see Creed Fruitvale Station? I'm pretty sure everybody. Well, everybody so should amazing. see Fruitvale Station if they haven't seen it because that it's, is a great. movie. It is a great movie. Creed is also an incredible. Is, movie. Yes, but uh, like I can. So imagine that, that the the Black Panther solo movie is gonna it's gonna eventually it's gonna get more into the idea of where Black Panther comes from because you have a whole lineage of every oh, king absolutely. of yeah. of Wakanda is the Black Panther.
1: Well, and that's kind of some of the the conversation we had had shortly after the film too, because in the movie. You know, from my understanding of what I know of Black Panther is, that, like what you were saying, is that most of his power and everything comes from him wearing the, the suit. Right. However, in the movie, there are a number of times where he ends up in combat with super soldiers not wearing the suit. And, and so... He, he's got the training. He, he, he he's does. He's training
0: his whole life to, to, to be Black Panther. Sure. But to have the
1: strength to stand up to a super soldier when you're not in your suit is another entire thing. And he does it really well in the movie. And so that's one of those things that I think is going to be particularly interesting to see if that ever gets addressed, or if it's just he has super strength now.
0: Right. I. I mm, it's, a, it's a good question. Yeah. I. I. I we'll, we'll see what they do in the in the solo movie, but.
1: And you had made an interesting point too, is that uh, in the beginning of this movie, uh, Stark's father is carrying super soldier serum when the winter soldier kind of derails the car and murders stark's parents right you should totally call batman i'm sure they have a support group for this (laughs) um but you know that does raise some interesting questions as if something might not have happened there, you also brought up, you know, of course, that uh, the place that he's from, uh, I forget the name of it—new uh, is it Nuganda? Wakanda, Wakanda, yeah. Wakanda's like super technologically advanced. Right, exactly. So, you know, perhaps they since this working, exists yeah. in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, perhaps ever since they, you know, discovered Captain America... They instantly started working on their own super soldier serum that they've been distributing, so I mean I, these are questions we may or may not get answers to, but I think we hopefully well, do definitely in good questions though yeah. the black panthers film I, I think that would be awesome, and I think that's a really cool tie in to get Black Panther back tied into the Marvel Cinematic Universe in terms of his film origins. I think that would be fantastic, but I mean we'll see <laughs> you know
0: what i one thing I really loved and you you're, that's all that's all correct you know that's those are all going to be a great thing that you can see that the Black Panther is going to be tied backwards into uh, the rest of these uh, Captain America movies because essentially we're not going to be getting any more Captain America movies until uh, Infinity probably, War or whatever yeah, those movies. Probably
1: beyond phase, probably at phase least four. into phase four. Yeah. If, they decide if, to... if that even. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, but uh, I think is interesting is that, this movie constantly, all the 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 marketing and you know uh, trailers for this movie, even the title for this movie is selling you this Civil War movie. Mm-hmm. This the whole idea that the two of them are going to fight and and this is why they're fighting. When in actuality, if, right in the middle of the movie, without you even knowing it, you're getting a Winter Soldier story. Yeah, you're getting Captain America and Winter Soldier figuring out what the hell happened. Yeah, like. But it, but don't get me wrong, like like you were saying earlier, uh Civil War is an incredible story, and I loved it. I love Civil War in the comic books oh absolutely and and I heard a lot of people talking in podcasts and and other things that uh well, we really didn't get a civil war movie. It's like i don't know if you look at it, there's a lot of things that happen exactly the same that happened in civil War just with little twists a and twist, little, and yeah. little bit of characters like so instead of. The new warriors fighting Nitro yep. next to a school. Yep, and causing and, the and, and atomic causing the...
1: blast to go off and murder all the children. Right. We yep. have... Scarlet
0: uh, Witch. Yeah, Scarlet Witch and Crossbones, and, and 11 Wakandans die inside of a, an embassy building. Yep. Which, you know, it, it literally looks ex- almost exactly like what happened in the comic book. Yeah. And then you have, uh, you know, you have the one lady whose, whose son died yep. at Slokovia instead of her son dying at Stamford uh, school Right And she comes up to Tony And is like Look My son died because You superheroes Don't know what you're doing yep. And he's And he falls Like I don't want to say He falls for it But it, it he turns He buys into it He buys into it His yeah, guilt His guilt It really shows mm-hmm. And he's like Wow we don't We don't take a, uh, Responsibility for what we do Or you yep. know we There are lots of things That happen That, that, that are our fault That we don't see Because like, you think about it In Captain America Or no I'm sorry In uh, Avengers Age of Ultron literally captain america is sitting there no one gets off, no one dies on this trip no everybody gets off the island before we, we can we can do anything about it right mm-hmm. uh, but that's so naive to think that no one died of course. there was so much destruction absolutely and then we go on to find out in this movie at least four people died that right. we, that and they and they are all direct responsib- or like a direct uh, influence on what happens in this movie mm-hmm. cuz that was the other the big twist I mean, not only her son dying, but then we find out that uh, a soldier from Slavovia, her his wife, son, and father all died. Yep. Because they were living outside of the city. The yep. city is the only thing that li- that lifted up, but all that debris came down came still down gotta, right on top of it. Still gotta kill somebody. Still yeah. gotta yeah, kill yeah. somebody. And and damn it if he did not pull off the the biggest fucking plan to to make an empire fall like oh, he wanted. Yeah,
1: no, absolutely. And and that actor I forget his name off the top Daniel of Daniel Bruhl. Yeah, he is a phenomenal actor as well. the so... first thing
0: I saw him in was, was Rush with yeah. with Chris Hemsworth, funny absolutely. enough. Absolutely. But, Which yeah. is
1: funny because Thor's not in this movie. Right. <laughs> so a little weird there. But, yeah, I know. He was in that. He was in the Fifth Estate with Benedict Cumberbatch. Right. Who's also now in a Marvel movie. <laughs> I
0: think so, I think it's easier to name actors that are not in Marvel movies true. Than
1: at this point. Um, now, if, if the universe could... Uh, well, I don't know. Maybe they already did, but I don't think so. If they could just put Kevin Bacon in one of these movies... <laughs> Six degrees of Kevin Bacon will now be removed to two. It would, it would um, help. <laughs> yes, that's, that's all you can do now. Two degrees of separation for Kevin Bacon as soon as we get him in a Marvel movie. But no, I completely agree. And I think the interesting thing too is Tony is the perfect one to go after in terms of that type of, of story arc as well because, especially in the cinematic universe, because that's what happened in Iron Man. Oh my God, my weapons that I develop are killing millions of people and are ending up in terrorist hands. I'm not giving any more weapons away i'm not making any more weapons i'm not even giving my iron man suit to the united states government that's saying hey you have to give it to us he's like hey go f yourself yeah you're not getting it so it really does like strike home when you see him again in the situation of realizing that he has directly or indirectly been responsible for yet another person's life And so I do think you would buy into that in an instant. So I think it absolutely still works extremely well in the film. Um, and I think the whole elements don't have to be the same. I think the heart of the elements are the same, you know? And you're right. You do get that, that story of, of Captain America, and you, but, but you do get so many other stories. Like, you're getting little fragments of Ant-Man and Spider-Man and a good deal of Black Panther, which is so awesome because, like, I, I mean, I always thought that character was cool, but, man, he has been elevated to a status <laughs> of badassdom that did not exist in my world prior to this film. Same thing with Hawkeye and Scarlet Witch. Like, holy crap. Like, um uh, I know she's one of the Olsen sisters. Elizabeth Olsen. Elizabeth Olsen right? right? Okay. Like, she is really starting to prove herself as a phenomenal actress. Like, what an emotional range to That's, have to go through in this film. I was talking to
0: someone else about this when, uh, right after we got done watching uh, Civil War for the first time, I was like, those Olsen parents lucked out. Yeah. Their, their first two went on to be billionaires and have a huge empire. The third one... Goes ahead and becomes a phenomenal actress. Yeah, you know, uh, wh- how do you strike the pot? That I was many say,
1: times. Here's a, well. First off, maybe cloning because um, they all look extremely similar. They do look uh, tr- second similar. Second off, uh, here's another billion idea for uh, Olsen parents. Maybe write a parenting manual because <laughs> uh, you're doing something right. Yeah, obviously, obviously. So I mean, all of your kids are <laughs> ultra super successful. Yeah, I don't, so. I don't
0: know anything about the their personal life in general, but uh, yeah, they're obviously they're three those three kids. Yeah, <laughs> they're doing something to make lots of money.
1: So uh, carry on.
0: I did like like what you're saying is that you do get little bits little bits of why each person takes which side. Yes. Like. You for for whatever reason you, you have Tony Stark and you have uh, Black Widow taking the side of of the Accords yep. and like you would think after what she did in in Winter Soldier and how she totally like gave the the finger to the government and said you know screw you we did what we did and you if you are going to come take us Then come take us but she says look you have you, you everything isn't black and white you have mm-hmm. to give a little so that you, so that later on we don't have to we don't have to work as hard Or we, you know whatever it is right. And then Tony, obviously, Tony, like we said, he feels for uh, the people that he, he he feels that he's hurt. Sure. Uh, and then Vision, a completely synthetic person. Yep. You know, he, he comes to it logically. He's like, look, look at the numbers. Since he donned the Iron Man suit, things have gone weird. Yep. Like, <laughs> things have gone weird. And then and then they you get Ant-Man. Ant-Man comes in and is like, I just don't like Stark. So I'm on your side, and, and you're Captain America. Captain America's awesome. James uh, Rhodey is like I do what Tony does, you know. Uh, Falcon is I do what Captain America does, and it would make sense that that War Machine would be that way. I mean, he's a government man. I well, mean, he's used to
1: being in the military and taking orders and and but then following he's also, those. But the funny
0: thing is that he's also higher up in command oh, in, in, in the military, whereas Falcon, who's also a yeah military uh, soldier, man, yep. a military man, he. He's more on the on the on the ground in the boots, and he he sticks with with Captain America. Sure, and uh you, and, and but that too would make sense because in, in that
1: hierarchy, you know, uh, Rogers would be his CO. I mean, he yeah. would be his commanding officer. Exactly. So it would make sense that he would, <laughs> you know, buy into that and believe into that, and you know, it, it makes sense why. Iron Man and, and Rhodey would go the way that there is Stark and Rhodey would go the way that they do too. Like, and that's the other thing. I mean, they do a really good job of explaining why everyone is, is, on the line you know and where they're at on that line you know and even black widow she's saying those things but you can tell she's teetering and that comes and they, back later in the film you a know
0: a lot later in the film when she's like yeah i told you i'd help you find him right i wouldn't she I didn't didn't say I help bring cats. you in yeah but like and then later on when and which i think is a great a great move because later on in the hospital after Rody roadie isn't or war machine's in the you know cat scan uh she says how's he doing he's like well he's never gonna walk again or yep. at least not on his own. And then, but you're and Tony's like you're wanted now, Yep. So you need to get out of here. And she's like, I'm not gonna. You're not gonna be able to take us in without a fight or whatever she does. She says, and then she and then she takes off. The end of the movie, you have no idea where where Black Widow's at. Nope. So she's she's unaccounted for. Yep. In which I've heard now, she's gonna get her own solo movie. She better right. I mean, good God, she it's, better. It's it's been long enough. It has been long enough We're crying out loud. Let's uh, do it already. And then you have, then you have, uh, you know, you have everybody just is 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 great to play their role in this movie. Oh, absolutely! Uh, but I think one of the great ones is like is, is Hawkeye who who barely yep. talks, but he's like every move he does is like three steps ahead of everybody else. Yep. Like it even comes to vision. He's sitting there talking to Scarlet Witch, but he's shooting off his arrows, getting the, the stuff ready. Yeah. And he's like, okay, let's get out of here. And he even like uh, even plans for the fact that, yeah, she's probably going to hesitate, so thus I'm not going to have no time. And then Vision's choking him out, and she's, he's like, you know you can't beat me. He's like, yeah, that's true, but she can. And then, bam! Yep. It, it, he puts enough trust into her that she gets that self-confidence that she needs to take down the Vision. Oh, Absolutely. And and
1: I agree. And I again, he's definitely one of the, for. And that's a funny thing for a movie called Captain America: Civil War, Captain America was arguably the lowest person in the totem <laughs> pole for me in terms of how awesome they were in the movie. You know what I mean? Like, and and I mean, I get it. You probably couldn't have the, the whole story without him, but. Nor would you want to, but yeah, like literally, Hawkeye, Scarlet Witch, and and all the other ones that we've named it were just phenomenally well done in this film, like absolutely incredible. And I think
0: it's in, uh, it's a good thing to point out in that particular scene uh, when because we just just before that, like a few scenes before that, you have Scarlet Witch and uh, Vision talking about mm-hmm. his Mind Stone, and in this scene. When she goes to take over his body, the Mind Stone reacts to her powers, which is the Mind Stone is also the thing that gave her her powers. Sure. So I, that's definitely going to be playing somewhere up in the Infinity Wars later. It, it has to. It be. has to, which yeah. I also thought was funny is that they've decided that it's not going to be called Infinity Wars Part 1, Part 2 anymore. Oh, really? Yeah. They This weekend, they, I think they came out and said uh, it's going to be... Uh, they haven't decided the names, but they're definitely going to be two separate movies. Because hmm. they said that they felt like when people went and saw Harry Potter, Deathly Hallows Part 1, and Deathly Hallows Part 2, sure. they got upset that it doesn't seem like a whole movie in right, one. Yet, right. so.
1: And that's been a common issue with novelizations now that they've done that. I mean, they exactly. did that with like, the Hunger Games. They did that with the Divergent series, and mm-hmm. like they've all been pretty much garbage. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, I think that's a smart move. The one thing that I will say that is, is is interesting is, I don't know if you remember this conversation. We had this a long, long time ago <laughs> where I think we were sitting there, and I was like, oh, my gosh. It'd be so cool if they made like a Civil War trilogy and you were like, yeah, that's never going to happen. <laughs> and then we got Civil War. We did. And here's the interesting thing. It might not be a, an exact trilogy, like numbered, but the movie is not resolved. It's not. It's very much still
0: open. So we might, in fact, get <laughs> a Civil War trilogy out of this. <laughs> I, I will sit here and I will eat crow because do you, you were right. That, I, I do remember cause It's because crazy. I, I remember right? when the when the whole Marvel Cinematic Universe started up with, with yeah. Iron Man. That was like, probably one of the first things you said. Like, what if? Because that was not too long after Civil War had come out. No, and you said, what if they did a Civil War movie? I was like, no, they yeah. couldn't do something like that. <laughs> they don't have the characters to yeah. do that. They don't have the money to do something yep. like that. And I mean, granted, we don't get we don't get the huge sides that they had in the no, comic book. Of course, but. The signs that we get are pretty good. It's really good, especially for a film. So the fight scene at the airport, yes, is is almost like every comic book like fanboy fangirls dream because yes. it's every like not only do the main people go up against each other, the people that you want to be like. Well, what would happen if Black Widow and, and Hawkeye fought each other? What would happen if Captain America and, and Iron Man fight each other? Then they switch. Yep. So what happens if Ant Man fights Iron Man? Right. Well, Handman goes inside the suit and starts fucking things up. Yep. And then his his internal fire suppression system kills or almost Fleshes takes them out. Yeah, it flushes it yeah. out. It's like this is incredible. You see things that you wouldn't even ever thought about. No, it's so true.
1: I mean, I, I just I don't know how many times at like three o'clock in the morning I wake up in a cold sweat. I'm just like, oh my god, well, what would <laughs> happen? Captain America and Iron Man were fighting. Like, <laughs> it's so true. But and you and you get it. And not only do you get it in the film it's delivered so spectacularly and so extremely well thought out from character to character and how each of those characters would interact and then i mean my god gigantic gigantic ant-man Makes
0: an appearance
1: <laughs> and everyone loses their shit
0: until so awesome until the point when yeah. a young Spider-Man says, "Hey, you guys ever heard about this old movie called Empire?" This or that's right, Empire Strikes Back. Empire Strikes Back. Yeah, they did this thing with these giant snowwalkers where I think we could do that to here. Yep. and everybody's just like, "Oh my god, he's referencing some Star Wars and he, he's treating it like he, like it's an old movie." Yep, and that's where you're just like, "Bravo, Disney,
1: Marvel." bravo. <laughs> you think
0: about it if tom holland or the peter parker in this movie is supposed to be 15 yeah he was born after 2011 or after 2001 yeah you know so Empire is an old movie. It's a for It's very him. old movie for him. It's very true.
1: It's very true. I mean, it was arguably almost an old film when we saw it. That's true. Now it's a, for him, it'd be a really, really old movie. I mean, I was just waiting for him to be like, "Yeah, I saw it on Betamax." It's crazy. <laughs> it's like, like
0: this crazy, what? this crazy movie about these guys with, with yeah. light swords. Yeah, and I was just waiting
1: for somebody to, you know, be like, "Oh, I don't believe in any of that hokey religion." You know? Would have been so awesome, but. Yeah, no, that's good enough. We got we got the Star Wars reference in there. It's very well done.
0: So then after that fight scene is pretty much when we come up to the idea that uh, it's no longer a, a Civil War movie because both sides, or Cap, Cap's side has, has basically sacrificed themselves so that Cap and Bucky can get away. Yep. They're they're now in the raft, yep. which is part of, you know, this prison, a prison and a submersible prison. Yes. Which is crazy. It is pretty crazy. So... But Tony gets the you know gets some information uh, that wow it wasn't Bucky that killed uh, the 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 king King T'Chaka at Mm -hmm. the summit it was uh, someone else and then the 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 interpreter or then interrogator uh, was killed in his bathtub and the guy that was at the thing was not him so uh, they all make it to. Siberia or wherever you know it's someplace really cold in in part of Russia (laughs) a winter a winter wonderland in Russia (laughs) and uh Bucky's on the impression that the that that uh it's 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 Helmet it's Helmet or it's Baron von uh why can't I think of his name right now It's, it's 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 a very popular name he, uh, very popular he's, name. I mean, in, in uh, Marvel comics. Oh, okay. Zemo, thank you. Okay. There so you go. Baron Zemo, uh, or Helmet Zemo, as he called him, this, uh, you know, is the soldier from Slokovia that lost his wife, his his son, and his his father. And you don't know this until the very end of the movie. But they think that he's going there to get these other five Winter Soldiers who were, yep, who are. You know that you know that Bucky you've seen Bucky throughout this movie and this last movie. he is a great fighter, yes, oh He's yeah, an ultimate super soldier, He's yes, maybe might even be a little bit better than Steve himself. The only thing that doesn't make him great is that he doesn't have control over his own mind, sure, they show flashbacks of these other winter soldiers fighting him, and he's getting his ass kicked. Yes, (laughs) Yes. by one of them, not five of them at the same time. No, one of them. By one of them. So if if they were able to get those guys to come back, he's going to have an ultimate team. Yep. But as soon as we get in there, they're all dead. Yep. Helmet has has killed each one of them. And the true reason for all of his madness of all (laughs) the things that he's done comes to fruition. We see the... (laughs) We see the one flashback of what has been flash—the one scene that we've been seeing throughout this whole movie. What it actually meant, and it's—it's Howard Stark and Maria Stark, Tony Stark's parents, fighting or uh, driving along the road. Winter Soldier coming up, knocking that car into the the side of the 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 side of the road, essentially getting them in a car accident. Them not dying from that, him having to go and kill Howard Stark and then snap Maria Stark's neck. Yep. those are Tony's parents, and though Tony doesn't care for his father all that much, he loves his mother.
1: Yes, very much
0: so.
1: <laughs> that's a that's a very uh, quick way to make an angry Tony.
0: <laughs> and even Tony, like Cap, even says at one point, he's like, "This isn't going to bring them back." You know, it wasn't his fault. He was under someone else's influence. You know, he wasn't him. It, it, you don't. You can't do this. And he's like, "I don't care. He yep. killed my mother." Yeah, like it's it, and and you understand that. You understand that feeling. It doesn't matter. That it wasn't him, or someone else was controlling him. Someone very close to you was killed by him. By him, yeah. Now, which is funny, is because that story, that particular story arc, is 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 Wolverine and Dakin and, and Winter Soldier. Oh, okay. In the comic books, because uh, when Dakin was born, it was because he had to cut himself, or they had to cut him out of his mother's stomach because the Winter Soldier had killed her. Oh, wow. Well, she was pregnant with Dakin. And the reason why is because they knew it was Wolverine's son, and you can, you don't want another Wolverine out there. So... so or do dude. So later on, when uh, you know Winter Soldier isn't Winter Soldier anymore, he's just Bucky. Right. Dakin goes after him. So Crazy. It's that, funny how they introduced all these other storylines without actually having to overdo it or, or be yeah. too convoluted or too quick. So at that point... Uh, Tony is as is, is not. You know, it's funny because uh, War Machine and Iron Man three was taken. His suit was taken over and uh, used to kidnap the president. And Age of Ultron, uh, Loki or Lo, not Loki, but uh, Scarlet Witch takes over Hulk, and they're you know, they're, he's able to forgive the Hulk for all the destruction he did in that that city. Hawkeye was taken over by Loki in the first Avengers movie, and you know, probably killed a few people, and probably uh. Uh, you know, put a lot of damage on on the city of New York before they were able to knock him out of it. Yep. But yet, this is my mother. <laughs> As I was to say, but they <laughs> didn't kill his mother. <laughs> and and for a man who's lost a lot, because obviously in this movie they they hint at him losing pe- pop pepper. pepper pepper. Yes. Sorry. Uh, pepper pots. Pepper pots. Yeah, it's to it's, yeah. it's 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 gonna hit a little bit harder.
1: No, absolutely. I mean, he he very clearly is in a darker place in this film. He's got a lot of grief, a lot of loss, and so I think that would be you know the the catalyst of change in him to just not give any more f's, <laughs> uh, as they say on the streets.
0: Which is funny because at this point in the movie, uh, when when he shows up there at the the the, the, the cold storage, he's like he's he's Cap's friend. He's Cap and, Winter, and and Bucky's friend. He's like, look, I know it wasn't you. Uh, you don't have to worry about it, Maturian candidate. I know, you know, put the gun down. I'm here to help. And and, I, and I'm sitting here in the theater like, no, 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 no. We still have the scene where they're sh- they're, that we saw in the trailer where they're sharing the, the shield and they're fighting each other and all that stuff. And how's that going to change? And boom, it happens. This man, uh, Zemo, Sergeant Zemo or whatever he was, has created uh, this whole scheme to basically get the two of them to fight each other and 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 basically break apart the the Avengers and what she does
1: and this is you know might be some olympic uh stretching here <laughs> but going back to the uh, submerged uh, submerged prison right which it didn't end up being this way cuz we we see cap arrive and get everyone out but i think they missed an opportunity to involve namar right there
0: not bad or perhaps they did idea.
1: And we just don't know it. Because I don't I don't recall if we see him while the prison is surfaced. True. How is he get? in so there? So how did he get in there? Did Namar get Steve into the prison? Because they join up in the Civil War comics towards the the end of it, if I remember correctly. You're right. So. So we'll have to, well, I don't know. We'll have to find out. Interesting
0: theory, well, which right? Is, is, which is interesting. Where, where are we going to find out? What's the next movie that's going to. That we find out what Captain America is going to do with his secret Avengers. It's a great question. I, I don't know, but that's <laughs> but that is something to chew on. Like, Maybe I, it's the Black Widow movie. Maybe it's the Black Panther be. movie because he be. leaves. He leaves Winter Soldier in Black Panther's in yep. Black Panther's care because Black Panther is now realized because he was there during that whole fight, last fight fight scene and he knows yep. that it wasn't Bucky that killed his dad. Right. It was uh, Baron Zemo yep. or Helmet Zemo, and he's like he, he even thinks about going to kill Zemo, but. But then he he listens to Zemo's story and he realizes right. Zemo's story is the same as my story. Yep. And Zemo went through all this vengeance to kill these people and then killed other people to kill these people. And I can't do that. I have to be better. Have to I have be to better. do. I have to be better the way my father taught me. Absolutely. Which is funny. And I, like we said, we don't want to bring it back to Batman. Maybe Superman. Eh, go for it. This is, I mean, Zemo's plot. His his whole uh, idea is the same as Luther's. Oh, absolutely. Get, manipulate these two to the point where. They had to fight each other. Yep, but it's done so much better. Andy I, used his mom. Andy used Andy the mom. He used his mother. <laughs> I
1: mean, it just was too bad that she wasn't named Martha Stark. It was I mean, two years in the future, yeah. or, two,
0: or twenty years in the past, or whatever. Sure. But but he still used the uh, Tony did. Stark's mom. He did. Um, it, it, it's just it's done so much better. It's it's done to the point where I was surprised. Like I didn't know, I, I didn't understand. You know, I didn't know that's exactly what is, you know, or that Winter Soldier killed the uh, the Starks back all those years ago. So it's 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 incredible, like how how two movies doing almost the exact same thing could do it completely different.
1: Yeah. Oh yeah. Polar and polar opposite ends of the spectrum, to, to <laughs> say the least. There. It's so true. So true. And you you brought up a really interesting uh, kind of point about about um, Black Panther though because at the end of the film he's like you know oh they're going to you know they're going to come America, for him yeah and he's like oh well, you know let him try but you brought up a really good point he signed the accords he was he was part of the the thing to begin with yep. you know what i mean and so he could just be like he's in my frozen prison facility exactly and <laughs> What are you going
0: to do about it? What, well, yeah, what is, Where does it say that I have to turn him over to the yeah. raft? Yeah. It doesn't. I have a very good facility that I can keep him yep. imprisoned, and there's nothing that you can do about it because I'm a king of this country. That's right. <laughs> Get the heck off my lawn, hippie kids now, with wh- your hippie registration. One thing that I have to keep I, I keep thinking about in this whole Accords thing sure. is the idea that anybody that that starts to be under the 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 name of superhero or vigilante or something like that, mm-hmm. becomes a person that has to sign the Accords or else they have to retire or go to jail. But right. then you have someone like Hawkeye, who technically is not a superhero, True. technically isn't anything more than a guy with a bow and arrow. So people who go bow hunting, do they need to sign the Accords? I don't... Think so. I think
1: once you cross that line and you are firing arrows at other people in costume, so okay, that might I'm, be. I am out, out hunting the...
0: one day. I come home uh-huh. and and all of a sudden I see uh, my neighbor's house being broken into. Well, it, being a good Samaritan, I use my bow. I hunt. I I, I hunt them down and hold them hostage for uh, you know the until the cops get there. And then all of a sudden the cops say, "Well, we have to arrest you too because you just fought crime with your bow and arrow, and you are not you are not a police officer." Hmm. I don't know.
1: Maybe. I, I mean, it's a really good. It's a good question. I don't know uh, what's in that 800-page document. That's true. was that uh, a large document. You know, I mean, we just see the cover letter, really. So, I, I don't know. I I think it's interesting. That is a really good question. I, I mean, I don't know how they would answer that. I think it depends. Like, they might be like, well, nobody died, so we'll treat you as a civilian. Uh, but if someone dies, maybe they would. Maybe they'd be like, okay, well, we're making an example out of you because you're coming over here trying to be discount diet Hawkeye, and uh, now you're going to prison for it. So, I mean, that stuff happens in real life. I mean, there's people that unfortunately right. have examples made of them for, for silly crimes uh, that you probably shouldn't get that severity of a penalty for, but whatever, you know, I mean, maybe, maybe they would.
0: That's, I, I just, that that's just one thing that I thought about, You because literally would be cool? all he is is a guy with a bow.
1: What would be cool is if you actually made your own kind of spinoff comic that kind of covered that from the civilian side of it, like, that would be pretty awesome, like, to explore, like, what happens post-accords, like, do you, do you now become a vigilante just... <laughs> From protecting yourself. You know what I mean? Like maybe a guy was trick-or-treating and someone broke into his house and since he's in costume and killed the guy, now he's getting tried as a superhero. <laughs> I mean, that's crazy.
0: Or even but even to the other extreme, you could be like a guy who, who literally just throws stuff together like like uh like like hockey gear and goes out and tries to fight crime and people are just like, Oh well, that's nice of you. Casey and he, Jones. And then yeah, yeah, Casey Jones and he's like, No, I'm a vigilante, I'm a superhero you need. I need to sign up for the Accords, and no one wants to listen. No to No one me. will take them seriously. No one yeah. takes them seriously. They're like, get out of here. <laughs> go go back to Sports Depot. Uh, I think one of the other things that uh, I really wanted to bring up, sure, and I can't quite remember what it is right now. Oh no. Yeah, that's terrible. Just take a long pause and then edit this out. No, nah, it's okay. <laughs> what else is it that you like? Oh, I know what I want oh, to oh, say. Oh, I just basically See, what, what I say it. is like yes. I think that this is a great movie. Yes, I think this is a perfect movie. Does it have its flaws? Of course, every movie has its flaws. There, are, there are some things that are completely over the top. There's a scene where Bucky, like, grabs the dude off of a motorcycle, spins the motorcycle around, then jumps onto it, and then and then runs. Yes. Why? Or, and then drives away. How? How? Uh, the physics of that doesn't make any sense. Well, I think they answer it later on in the film.
1: I think it's Spider-Man specifically <laughs> yes. who answers it when he looks at Cap after he throws his shield and goes,
0: "Wow, that thing really doesn't follow the laws of physics, does it?" Yeah.
1: And it's just like, "Oh,
0: so that's a, yeah, awesome. And that's exactly a nod to comic book physics for like, sure. None of that shit, none of that shit makes sense. No, none of those things you do are, are going to be are, are possible. But no, no. Uh, you know, why is it that that Bucky who's been trained. Uh, he all really all he has is this me- mechanical arm and you know a really good fighting skills, but yet he's able to out- outrun both Black Panther and Captain America. Who Black Panther has a suit that's helping him run faster, and Captain America has a super su- soldier serum. Why is it that he's able to outrun them?
1: Yeah, I, that's a, I don't know. It's a good question. The other thing is, is I mean, he has a mechanical arm that obviously is vibranium and bulletproof. <clears throat> Why did he not get shot anywhere else? <laughs> I mean, the like seriously, like and the same able thing to goes that for thing Captain, Captain a... America too. I mean, dear God, like yes, you have a shield, but it's only protecting you from probably neck to navel. Which then, once again,
0: Spider Man answers, yeah, go for
1: the legs. <laughs> but why is no one shooting Cap in the legs? Because I mean.
0: it's just it's just like when you teach you teach people at the academy, you don't you don't shoot for legs or limbs. You sh- you, sh- you shoot for center ma-
1: center mass. Sure, but at this point, we've had thirteen films. <laughs> Hydra, GI-9, or whoever it is that's German Special Forces, (laughs) has got to know, okay, when we see Cap, shoot for the Cap. Aim for the kneecap. Like, Cap on Cap. You know? Cap, Cap in the Cap. That's that's what
0: it is. Sometimes he crouches and gets behind the shield, though, so that most of his body is behind it. Like, a good 98% (laughs) of it. I suppose. It's a pretty small shield, but I I guess. I don't know, but I'm going
1: to make, like, a, a villain training video called Tap, Tap, the cap, cap in the cap, and that's what it is. Like, I mean, it, it's just
0: hey, crazy. Hey, hey. Winter Soldier. We saw cap America, Captain America get shot once in the leg, twice in the back, and he still was able to defeat uh, the Winter Soldier, or that's at least fine. get the things in there. That's fine. He could still be a badass and beat people up.
1: Just show him getting shot. I mean. <laughs> At least a little bit. I mean, (laughs)
0: cry out loud. Was there anything in particular that just stood out to you in this movie that you're just like, ah, I can't get behind that, or oh, this is really painful oh no not at all oh, okay. no okay no, no, no. I mean, no, even that's things...
1: like a joke like i'm not really even upset that neither one of them got shot oh yeah it's exactly. just stuff that happens those... it's an action movie trope it happens oh yeah those
0: things that happened that i picked out to you just yeah. like yeah
1: i mean bond had 23 films before he took a bullet so i mean <laughs> you're fine cap you've, you've paid your dues already yeah we're good no no worries there
0: was there anything that particular that you wanted to see that didn't happen in this movie because i know i have one thing
1: oh what's yours Go, go i
0: mean literally i mean. I would have liked to see Cat, uh, Nick Fury show up at one, no, at one point cool. in the movie. Just That'd for cool. whatever like reason. A nod or something? Yeah. yeah, but, I mean, that's fine that he didn't show up. The one thing I wanted to see was at the very end, uh, when they have Zemo uh, in his glass cage. Yes, he and of emotions. <laughs> and you have Everett Ross played by Martin Freeman, which I have no understand understand why they needed to make him do an American accent. He can just keep his English accent. The yeah. character has no standing. It has to be American or anything. But... Uh, he's sitting there talking to Zemo he's like uh, you did all this and this and this and your plan still failed and he said did it yep but that was a great line but I wanted Thunderbolt Ross to come out right then and be like I want to talk to you about my Thunderbolts and like it would have been it would have been like a total like perfect round completion like circle from the end of Iron Man when Nick Fury comes out and says I want to talk to you about the Avengers Initiative like cause Zemo in the comic books is the leader of the Thunderbolts He's, yeah. he's the leader of the 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 villainous gang of people that come together to be the almost anti Avengers. Uh, yeah, the yeah. anti Avengers. Yeah, I mean they're they're not trying to fight the Avengers all the time, but they're they're trying to do the they're doing the right. Basically, they'd be the Suicide Squad, sure of the Marvel of the Marvel universe.
1: That would have been pretty cool to have. Uh, I don't know if it would have necessarily needed to play out right there, but it could have been a cool
0: post credit scene. Exactly, that's what I meant. Yeah. like I, it should be. It should have been one of the post credit scenes. That would have we been had pretty two. Cool. Sure. Both of them pretty good. Yeah. The the Spider-Man one I thought was kind of weird. Like, it's just a a nice little nod. That's funny because that's what I was going to talk about. Okay. For me,
1: that's – I actually got super excited by that because to me that's almost – and I could be totally wrong. Again, not saying that this is gospel truth, but to me that's the foreshadowing of the collaboration – between Tony and, uh, Spider-Man for the iron Spider-Man. Oh yes. That's very much what I like when I saw that, I was like, Oh my God, it's actually going. Cause, Cause that is kind of one thing I was like, Oh, that was such a cool part in civil war where he comes out and he's like, you know what? America, the world, I am Peter Parker and I am Spider-Man and then because of that he gets an Iron Man made spider suit which is like holy crap that's well, insanely crazy. And he
0: kind of does already in this movie. He does get an enhanced uh upgrade upgraded suit yes, if you will. But, but he doesn't get the Iron Man no, s- Iron Spider suit. Not even a little bit. Like which the Iron Spider suit is amazing. It's so awesome. <laughs>
1: like mechanized Spider-Man which also
0: crazy it, awesome. in the comic book led to a very cool scene yes. when when Peter Parker comes to the realization that maybe Iron Man is not the right side that I, he should be on yep. and he's like no I'm going to fight with Cap yep. and when he's on Cap's side Iron Man's like you forget that I made this suit yep. so I know what I can do and he says this code word that shuts the suit down and Peter Parker's like yeah you're right but you forget that I'm also super smart and he says another code word and he's he like turns it back on. I fucking turned it back on yep. and he goes to fight him and like that was such an amazing scene in the comic book and I think we still might get it we definitely will I think this is absolutely foreshadowing and I was
1: so excited for that because I was just like that is such an awesome iconic moment from civil war and i still think the way that they because one of the first things that, that, that when the trailer came out and you see spider-man the first time i was like i mm, don't know that looks kind of stupid <laughs> like it looks kind of weird it looks weird but then when i saw it in the movie i'm like okay you know what and it doesn't look that weird it at all no. it actually looks really good mm-hmm. uh, and i was a fan of it after i saw it in the, and movie. the whole
0: idea of why his eyes aperture makes sense now because he yeah. says I take in way too much sensory sure. information. I need to block stuff out. And right. then that's exactly what He has those.
1: control over it now, which also gives him some emoticons right. to, yeah, to yeah, Emotion. Yeah. yeah, exactly. He's got some spider face emojis <laughs> going on now, which is totally <laughs> awesome. But yeah, like, I think that's one thing I'm, I'm really looking forward to going forward is just what happens with, you know, the Spider-Man uh, character in general and specifically the Iron Spider-Man suit. Like, I think that's going to be super cool. And, you know, I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there, but Sony, just give the rights back. Like I, I don't. I'm sorry. You guys are cool and all, but just they don't have
0: let, to give the rights back. Just just let Marvel play sure, play with them sure. There they, you go. That way, both
1: sides are making money. Just you know, distribute it. Yeah. You know, just let Marvel make it for you, and just be the distribution company behind it. Go see, hire Marvel to do everything else, and then just release it and make all the Marvel money.
0: <laughs> just do that. What Marvel? What 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 should happen from this though is Fox should be like, oh look, Sony. Look what Sony did. Right? Let's let them play yeah. around with these uh, Fantastic Four characters and these X-Men characters and see if we can make any of that Marvel Studios money. If, if they were smart, they would have. <laughs> uh, but I think they've kind
1: of established at this point that uh, they, they, they're just not going to do anything good <laughs> with the Fantastic Four ever. Um, and and I think that's a shame. I, honestly, I, I would almost say at this point, I think what you actually do if you're Fox, if you're not willing to sell the rights back to them or let them go which I think is a horrible mistake because you've not made a dime off of this. You've actually lost money five times now <laughs> uh, from when you first bought it to all the movies you've made. Right. So maybe just the Fantastic Four and you just don't work. I mean, I don't know. Maybe it's too much F. It's too much alliteration <laughs> happening. I don't know. Fox's
0: Fantastic Four. <laughs> sure. Uh,
1: but I, I still feel I think the best thing you could do with the Fantastic Four is let it go away from the, the cinematic universe in general. And let it find its home right next to Daredevil, Jessica Jones, Netflix. Iron Fist, and The Punisher on Netflix. Which, that's another thing that I called a long time ago. <laughs> the Punisher. That's finally <laughs> happening. Punisher Netflix series. Look, so exciting.
0: You, you can have as many Netflix TV, Marvel Netflix TV shows as you want. Because they're every one of they're them that so they've made so somewhere good. is so good. So good. I, I can only wait till Luke Luke Cage comes out. Oh Iron my Fist God. and Punisher. Luke Cage is going to be awesome, and too. And if we get a Blade one and a Fantastic Four one, uh. that'd be... It'd just be that much better. (laughs) Please
1: make the blade happen.
0: All right, so let's wrap it up. Where can uh, we hear some more of you, Richard?
1: Oh, man. Uh, Yeah, so most of uh, the places I am at is, of course, already here, Geekly Radio. That's uh, where I'm at, a good portion of it. The other portion of where I'm at is uh, a a podcast called We Are Entertained. It's a uh, film podcast we do two shows now we do one where we talk about movies and we do one where we talk about movie news so two hours of movie awesomeness right there there you go you can follow us on twitter at uh entertain uh actually i think if you just go to we that's probably the easiest way because it has all of our social media on there plus all of our pre-recorded uh archived episodes that we've done and you can find me on twitter uh, at Ry cohen so at r-i-c-o-w-n i uh, have a domain i have rycohen.com, but i need to get off my butt and actually do something with it so to make life easier for everybody uh, just go to twitter for now but uh, <laughs> i do some twitch streaming i do some youtube videos not as much as i should but i'm working on doing more uh, and yeah i think that's uh, kind of the umbrella that is my
0: internet uh, life presence yes yeah. Uh, And that's where you can find me mostly on Twitter. It's at at Agent underscore of the underscore Bat. Uh, You can reach all of Geek Elite Radio at at Geek Elite Radio on Twitter, uh, at Geek Elite Radio on Instagram. If you want to see some of the photos, we just posted a whole bunch of photos from our weekend at the Yuma Library Comic Con, uh, Yuma County Library Comic Con, and it was a, a very fun time. We had panels and we had a booth and. Uh, we met a lot of big, a lot of fans and a lot of listeners. So yeah,
1: thanks everybody that came out to the panel. We had a great time getting it, to meet and I'm greet sure all of you did. guys yeah. and playing games with you. It was uh, Pug Life represent again. <laughs> uh, we actually won a prize,
0: so just there you saying, go. There just you saying, go. Uh, you know, no big deal. And then one of the uh, then the place that where we do most of our talking, or at least most of our socializing with listeners, is on Facebook. So it's yep. Geekly Radio on Facebook. Uh, but the, if you need to check out some of our p- older podcasts or even get in contact with us uh, through email, you can do it at geekleetradio our yeah. website.
1: We should also maybe say uh, thanks to uh, this new machine uh, who just had us on their video cast uh, the other day
0: and you can find them on youtube yeah. at, at or at this uh, conversation with this new machine or just yeah. this new machine yeah. uh, very we we have links to it in our Facebook and our twitter so definitely give them a listen. Watch how we interact with them because I don't think I could... I would ever thought I would do a whole 30, 40 minutes on talking about cereal. On oh, uh, breakfast cereal. Um, we did. Such a great conversation, too. <laughs> I
1: learned a lot about fruit brew, <laughs> uh, which is something I didn't know existed and prior to that. I didn't know I needed to know, but I did need to know. And Yummy Mummy.
0: <laughs> and uh, yummy Mummy.
1: Honestly, yeah. Seriously, an amazing conversation about cereals. I have some new ones I'm going to try now. Uh, some new tasty breakfast... Starting my day off type <laughs> things. So, yeah, it was a great time. So thanks to all those guys and gals over there that had us on.
0: Yes, very much so. So, uh, but uh, this has been Hey Mitch on the Elite Radio Networks saying to always remember to Geek, Geek out. out. We now return you to your regularly scheduled program.